This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday, relatable, and usable advice. And a quick disclaimer, this show, process, or service by trademark, trademark manufacturer, otherwise does not necessarily constitute an implied endorsement of anyone that I employed by or favors them in representation. The views are expressed here in my show are my own expressed and do not necessarily state or reflect those of any employer. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, we talked about investing into our people and helping them achieve personal growth and personal professional development. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a trend that is still prominent in this year, and it is growing. That is investing into employee well-being. But what do I mean when I say invest into employee well-being? Employee well-being refers to the physical, mental, and emotional health of employees in the workplace. It's important to know that investing in employee well-being is not just a nice-to-have. It's a necessity for any organization that wants to succeed in the long term. Research has suggested that investing in employee well-being leads to a variety of rewards, such as amplified productivity, diminished absenteeism, heightened employee involvement, and decreased turnover rates. Meaning, people are at work more and they have more energy to provide a better quality of work and being engaged in what they do. You know, in the last episode, uh, we talked about investing into people professionally. This is more of investing into people and more in the human domain aspect uh, of investing into our people. So how can leaders invest into employee well-being? Well, here's a few things that we can do. We need to offer flexible work arrangements. Many people Uh, report feeling stressed and overwhelmed due to the high demands of their job. Offering flexible work arrangements, such as the ability to work from home or to have a flexible schedule, can reduce this stress and improve employee well-being. You know, I can can attest for this uh, even for myself personally. You know, uh, I'm currently in a job where I love the autonomy that I have. I can create my own schedules, I can do what I need to do, and I don't feel pressured to have to be sitting in one location from nine to five and not moving because if I do, then I'm not going to be doing my job. And the autonomy and the freedom to move around and to do what I need to do is amazing. Um, And I would even say even the ability to sometimes work from home in previous jobs was also a blessing and was a huge stress reliever because you have nobody really knows Uh, what people have going on at home, right? So maybe, um, you know, they have a spouse that is working or they have a spouse that is going to school or maybe a spouse works nights and you work days and you have different schedules and you've got your kids and life gets super crazy and everybody wants to do the best job that they can at the job that they have. And offering a flexible work arrangement, it would be huge in helping people reduce that stress of work-life balance. You know, how can I provide the best job at work, but also still maintain my personal life and provide for my family and be there for my family, uh, you know, and be there uh, for important things like first day of schools, last day of schools, first day of colleges, last day of colleges, graduations, um, even simple things like soccer games, baseball games, extracurricular activities, plays, being able to provide someone a flex schedule where you say, you know what, I really don't care. 
uh, what hours you work as long as you put in 40 hours a week and you have it from this day to this day. So let's say someone wants to work four 10 hour days and they take every Friday off. Go ahead and do that. As long as you're getting things done and the team is synced up, who cares? You know, providing that flexible work arrangement is huge in helping them decrease stress and provide for employee well-being. Now, I know not every job you can do this, but for most of the um, career fields that I am talking about, we can easily do this to help reduce stress. Um, And it's important not to equate being in the office to creating office culture. So the other thing we can do is provide resources for mental health support. Mental health is a critical aspect of employee well-being. Leaders can provide resources such as an employee assistance program or access to mental health professionals to help employees who may be struggling with mental health issues. I'm just going to say that if you don't take the time to protect your mind and soul, then you're going to struggle greatly in life. So make sure that you as leaders take the time to do this as well and ensure that the people you work with take the time to do the same thing. Another thing we can do is encourage physical activity. Regular physical activity has been shown to have a positive impact on mental and physical health. Leaders can encourage physical activity by offering on-site physical classes, uh, fitness classes, and also uh, discounts to local gyms as they work things out. Now, I'm also going to say it doesn't have to be that drastic, right? It could also just be offering time for someone to go for a walk uh, during lunch. And I would also offer up that you as a leader need to lead by example on this and take the time, let's say 20, 30 minutes, to take a quick walk or do a quick workout. And then when people see you doing it, then they're going to feel empowered to be like, hey, you know what? If he's doing it, I can do it. So yeah, let me take the time to like reboost and re-get some energy um, during the day. I know for me personally, Uh, When I take the time, you know, during lunch to get a quick workout in, even though I may have worked out in the morning and I'm probably going to work out in the evening, uh, when I work out during lunch as well, that really gives me the time to refocus my mind, my body, and just kind of like tune everything out, refocus, recentered. And now I have the energy to get through the rest of the day. All right. And then the last thing that we can do is foster a positive work environment. A positive work environment is critical to employee well-being. Leaders can foster a positive work environment by promoting teamwork, offering recognition for a job well done, and encouraging open communication. Uh, These are all things that we talked about in the last episode, uh, but worth mentioning again, because we need to understand that creating a positive work environment and fostering that and having that culture doesn't mean everything is going to be rainbows and unicorns all the time. It doesn't mean everyone's going to be singing kumbaya all the time. But what it does mean is that people should look forward to going to work and being around those on their team. It means that people feel safe to speak up and offer new ideas. And even if it's unpopular, uh, they can still offer that up without fear of reprisal or detriment to their career. So it's important to create that environment. Well, one, people want to be there. People want to be a part of the team. People want to show up to work every day and be involved and part of it. And the other part of it is that people feel safe to speak up and share, even if it's an unpopular opinion, even if it's something that they need to share because everyone needs to know it, but doesn't necessarily want to listen to it. And that's a hard balance to do, but we can do it as leaders. So wrapping this up, 
Um, investing in employee well-being is essential for any leader who wants to create a thriving and productive workplace. By offering flexible work arrangements, providing resources for mental health support, encouraging physical activity, and fostering a positive work environment, leaders can help their employees achieve their full potential by investing in their well-being, which is critical for the success of the organization. So, As always, I want to thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Before we go, I'd like to ask a favor of you. If you could please share this episode with one or two people who you think might like this topic. If you haven't followed or subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to this on, please hit that alert icon and the subscribe so that way when you know when we post another episode. I don't want to waste your time by having you coming back and checking if you post another one. You hit that alert icon, you're going to know when we post another one. If you got some value out of this episode, please leave a review or a comment so we can help spread the show with other people who might be interested in the topic uh, that we talk about on our show. Again, thank you for stopping by. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious. <laughs>